Hello, everybody. My name is Kate Strickler, and I created The Home Reset. So before we dive into episode one on the fridge, I just wanted to give you a small amount of background as to how this course came to be. So I'm a mom of four. I live in Charleston, South Carolina, and my journey towards loving my home, well, let me tell you what, it has been a long journey. Sometimes that was because there was a ton of stuff coming into my house. And to me, the answer was like, well, I need a bigger house. And we all know that you can't just overnight snap your fingers and have a bigger space. And for a lot of people, you can't afford to just move into a new house. And the second thing I was doing often was comparing my home to beautiful spaces that I saw online and in magazines. And I really, really struggled to see how I could enjoy my home without it constantly feeling put together and really, really clean. So I tried two extremes. One was trying to organize all of our stuff, but that left me feeling like I needed to buy a million organization tools that I couldn't afford. And still I had too much stuff. And then I was just organizing all this stuff that I really didn't need. So then I swung to the other extreme. I went for a hyper minimal lifestyle. I got rid of so much of our stuff. So our home was clean, but it also felt really cold and a bit sterile. It really didn't feel warm or inviting or like a place that my kids could feel cozy and at home in. And after all, it's our home. I want it to feel like home to my whole family. So after this, I knew that I needed a solution that could leave me loving the home that I was in right now. Not the one that I would be in 10 years from now, not the one after some massive renovation, the home I was in right now. I needed some systems to help with the function of our home, and I needed some mindset shifts to help me love the home I was in. And so in 2019, I started the process of the home reset in my own house. And at the time, I never really thought it would become a product I would sell. I just knew it was something that I needed to help me. I ended up blogging about it, and I realized very quickly that tons of people felt the same way that I did. They were desperate for ways and systems to love their home without needing a complete overhaul or a $1,000 trip to the container store. And I get it. We all want our homes to feel warm and inviting. We also want to walk into the bathroom without tripping over a Lego or watching dust tumbleweeds make their way down our hallways. We want this perfect union of form and function, of beauty and utility. And y'all, I I really cannot promise you that the home reset is going to bring you this perfect union of those things. Because to be honest, I feel like the world we're living in now is showing us a really unhealthy standard brought on by unattainable photos. And I want to pause really quick and tell you an interesting story. I actually had new photos taken for my blog recently. And when they came to take the photos, they set up some incredible lighting and then we cleared so much stuff out of my kitchen. We moved things. We cleared off countertops. Y'all, the photos are amazing. My kitchen looks pristine. But so many of the things that I use daily in my kitchen were cleared away in order to give us these really, really beautiful photos. And so it just got me thinking about how often we are seeing beautiful photos, but they are not functional for our everyday lives. We're seeing countertops without a single appliance on them, when every day you're probably using a toaster or a blender 
or an air fryer. There's a million things that you need in your kitchen to help it function. But online, especially when we're scrolling, we can be confronted with these gorgeous curated kitchens that are beautiful, but not necessarily functional. And so I really want to challenge you to go into this course thinking about beautiful, but also functional. How can you make this space functional for you and for your family so that you're not having to get out 50 things every single time you want to use your kitchen or your living room? Here is what I can promise you in the Home Reset. It is going to give you a step-by-step guide to making your home cleaner, less cluttered, and a more functional space to live. Trust me, I have seen it do just that for over 10,000 people. The magic comes in the two-part cocktail of how the material is delivered. First, there's audio. You can download this to your podcast app and listen on the go. The episodes are short and to the point, and you will have my voice in your earbuds cheering you on. And secondly, there are the checklists. These babies keep plan right in front of you and in your mind. And who doesn't love something to check off? If you listen to the audio while you're driving in the car, the checklist will be there to call to mind everything that you need to do. It is going to keep you on track. So if you're listening to this, I know that having a more peaceful home is something you deeply desire. And I'm here to tell you that it is attainable and it doesn't require a ton of money. In fact, I think that this course is going to save you money. And let me tell you how. One, by helping you test out different systems before purchasing a bunch of new organizational bins. You know what? You might even get rid of some things that you realized you never use that you would have ended up organizing. And how funny is it that we would buy bins to organize things that we never even use in the first place? And secondly, I think that this course is going to leave you more content with the space that you have. You are so unique and so is your home. You do not need to keep up with the trends of Instagram or the Target Home section. I know, I love it too, but that new little tchotchke that you see at Home Goods likely isn't the answer to why you're not feeling content in your space. And you might be wondering if this product is just for people with kids or those who live in a cramped home, or only for those who own a home. And I can tell you right now that this product has helped single people, empty nesters, those with six kids. It's helped those with more space than they know what to do with, and those renting a tiny New York City apartment. Because no matter your season of life, you want a home that functions for your needs. And guess what? Needs change. There's a good chance that those empty nesters need their home to function in a different way than it did 15 years ago when their children were in preschool. Same goes for anyone experiencing a move. I can guarantee you that if you do the home reset before you move, you'll save yourself time and energy packing up boxes of things that you don't even use or need. And on the back end, you'll unpack in a more thoughtful way, really asking how that new home would work best for you and your family and your needs. The first episode we're going to start with is the fridge, and that is for two reasons. First off, it is small and manageable. I wanted us to start with something that is pretty uniform in size across the board and would give us a really solid victory early on. And secondly, it is one of the most used appliances in the home. You open your fridge upwards of 20 times a day and imagine how good it will feel to open that fridge and know that no food is expired. There's no weird mold lurking in the corners, 
and things are in a location that makes the most sense for your family and what you most often take out of the fridge. So I want you to listen to it now, and I'll meet you back afterwards. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the very first episode of the Naptime Kitchen Home Reset. I am so excited that you are here, and I just want to dive right into it, okay? So I decided to start with the kitchen, as it is my personal favorite room and the heart of the home. We are going to break the kitchen down into two parts. Part one will be the fridge and the freezer, and part two will be the pantry, cabinets, and miscellaneous kitchen organization. So let's just dive right in. We're going to do step one and step two together. That is clean out the fridge food and clean the actual fridge. The cost of this is free, and the frequency is, it's kind of monthly. You can adjust this according to your needs, but personally, fridge space is precious to me, and I do not want one inch taken up by things that I no longer need or that are expired. So why do we do this? Frankly, it is just good hygiene. Because you likely eat three times a day, and your precious little gremlins that live in your house likely eat a million times a day. Your fridge might not be your favorite thing, but it is probably one of your most used household items. So we are going to do this the same way that Marie Kondo tells you to do and how she tells you to clean out your closet. All right, here's what we're going to do. I want you to take everything out. Yes, everything out of your fridge, and I want you to stick it on the counter And next, I want you to clean the actual fridge. So this is our cleaner. It's super, super simple. I want you to use a mixture of equal parts water and white vinegar. Guys, this is so cheap. It's non-toxic, and it does an awesome job. You can grab a plastic spray bottle at the Dollar Tree. You can reuse an old spray bottle. Just make sure you wash it out really well. You can order a fancy glass one off of Amazon. But heck, if you're home right now, and you're trying to get at this, and you don't have a spray bottle, why don't you just grab a little bowl, Mix some water and some vinegar in it, and then just like wet a washcloth and really wipe down your shelf. So I want you to take everything out, and then I want you to spray down all of the shelves with the spray that we just made, and I want you to let it sit for about five to ten minutes. While you wait, I want you to wash out any removable drawers or shelves. You'll be surprised how many crumbs are in those drawers. So you can actually take those out and like wash them in your sink. So after about 10 minutes, give it a really good wipe down with a damp cloth. Make sure your shelves are dry. And now we are going to tackle the food that is on your counter. So I want you to look at that food and I need you to ask yourself a few questions. First question, is the food expired? (laughs) If so, you should get rid of it. Question number two, do you like this food? Does anyone else in the house like this food or condiment or or jar of random things? Okay, if the answer to question number two is no, nobody actually likes it, then I want you to get rid of it. I want you to repeat this for all of your items, keeping a notepad nearby to list any new condiments that you might need to buy. Okay, a quick note here. It is okay to throw away food, and I know that is very shocking coming from me. You know how I love a good leftover, but if you've got a random jar of pickles you haven't eaten in the last six months, either put them front and center and vow to eat them this week, or you just need to toss them. Your fridge is not big enough for pesky forgotten pickles. They are costing you space in your fridge that is a very, very valuable resource. Fridges are not huge and they tend to feed an entire family. The space in them is a very valuable resource. Okay, step three, we've gone through the food. We are now going to restock the fridge with your items. 
As you do this, I want you to think about these two rules of thumb, okay? First off is your prime real estate. So use the top two shelves and the door of the fridge. I want you to put your most used items there or things that you want to see when you open your fridge. Maybe that's food that needs eating, things like leftovers. Maybe that's prepped food for the week. Maybe that's your fruits and vegetables. Whatever it is, use your prime real estate well. And the second thing, you do not have to use the drawers in your fridge for what they are labeled for. I know that might feel really, really rebellious, but we use our bottom drawer for bread. Guys, we use bread every day, but I know it's there and I really don't need to stare at a loaf of bread right when I open the fridge. It's boring. I would rather see something more exciting when I open the fridge. Bread goes in that bottom drawer that I think might be labeled crisper. We are not using it as a crisper. Personally, I love to use my top shelf for my most fresh and vibrant items. They inspire me. They make me happy when I open the fridge. They make me want to cook. Okay, so we have just completed the fridge. You've wiped it down. You don't have any more expired food. You've reloaded it. You've made a list of anything you need to buy. Okay, moving on to the freezer. And I I really understand that this next one, it might not be like the perfect timing to do it, but I want you to track with me about defrosting your freezer. I would say you should do this about once a year. And again, I know this might not be feasible right now, but the second part, which is taking everything out and making a list, is feasible right now. So a little bit about the why. If your freezer has a stockpile of frost, the frost is not only taking up space where food could be, it's also affecting your food. So allowing your freezer to defrost and wiping it out could really help it run more efficiently. So you just need to make sure you make plans for your food because it's going to probably cost you a day to do this, especially if your fridge and freezer go together and you have to unplug the entire appliance. So, And then as for the freezer list, you know this is something I consider super important. This is a wonderful way to actually use what is in your freezer and not end up with mystery items lost at the bottom. Okay, this is how we're going to tackle the freezer. We are going to take everything out just like we did the fridge. I know, we're repeating ourselves. Then I want you to spray it down with that same spray and let the spray sit just like we did. And while you wait, you're going to remove any drawers that are in your freezer and you're going to get out any crumbs or gunk in them. And then after about 10 minutes, again, you're going to give those shelves in your freezer a really good wipe down. And now back to the food on your counter. These are the questions I want you to ask yourself. Have you had this food over a year? If so, is it still worth keeping or should you get rid of it or or gift it to someone who might use it? Number two, do you like it or does anyone else in the house like it? And if the answer to number two is no, I would get rid of it. Another question is, do you know what it is? (laughs) This is shocking. How many times you'll open your freezer and be like, I have no idea what it is. I would tell you to go ahead and defrost it and then maybe you'll be shocked and happy to find it's a casserole you love and you throw it on the menu for this week or you defrost it and you realize you've been storing like a mystery gross item for about two years and it's just time to let it go. So you're going to repeat this for all of the items and I want you to keep a notepad nearby to list out everything in your freezer but also in your um, printable PDFs that came with this course there is a freezer stock sheet that I have for you so you can go ahead and use that if you like it will be right in the PDFs that you print out. So guys, hopefully today was very satisfying. We have a clean fridge and freezer. We know what is in it. Nothing is expired. There are not questionable casseroles in the freezer. Guys, this is a big day. And y'all, if you're on social media, 
I would love it. Snap a before and after picture and put it in your stories and tag me. I love seeing people clean out their fridges. I know it's weird, but it brings me a lot of joy. So that is all I have for you today. Hopefully you're going to sleep with a clean fridge, clean freezer, and I will see you next time. All right, everybody. I was really tempted to say something like, see how easy that was? But I know for many of you, that was likely really overwhelming. Maybe you haven't cleaned your fridge in 15 years or since you first bought it. Maybe you threw out a salad dressing from 2015. Maybe you really did have five jars of pickles that nobody is eating. But I want you to notice how you feel every time you open that fridge. That feeling is available to you far outside of the kitchen. In the Home Reset, I will take you room by room, step by step, helping you to create spaces that serve you and your family, spaces that feel clean and welcoming. Guys, what are you waiting for? You've done the first episode, and I know this is something that you deeply want for your home. So let's keep the momentum going and continue on into episode two.